This is the reminder that you are a conqueror and you have your plan for how you're going to conquer anything that comes your way. So you get to reframe resistance and make it about how you release your voltage, how you release your power. Hey there, this is Patrice Washington from patricewashington.com where we chase purpose, not money. Welcome back to my OG listeners and purpose chasers to the Redefining Wealth podcast. If you are new here, here's what you need to know. In this community, we believe that wealth is so much more than money and material possessions. We believe that wealth at its core is all about well-being. And so we have six pillars of wealth that I invite you to go back to the original episodes of this podcast and get familiar with so you can really get it in your spirit and be on the same page as tens of thousands of other listeners from all over the world. So we can all be in sync here. Um, And if you're new, I encourage you to subscribe. And if you've been around for a while, I encourage you to make sure you subscribe, rate and review the podcast because it helps us out so much. Now, when I started thinking about this episode, basically greatness requires resistance. We were coming out of our Results Not Resolutions series, the 2019 edition, and it hit me that I was doing so much encouraging of you all to set goals in all these areas and all the pillars, but I was guilty and I admit it. I was guilty of forgetting to mention the best part to all of this. And that is that when you start shifting your focus to get to your next level of greatness, whatever that is for you, you can start to experience things that make you feel like all hell came to break loose. I mean, it doesn't matter how pumped you are about setting goals, about getting results this year. The truth is that you must be prepared for the fact that life is still going to happen. Resistance will still surface despite your best efforts. And we will all, you and me and everyone else, we will all find ourselves coming to a fork in the road about whether we keep going or we give up. And butting up against resistance is why many of us fall off of our goals year after year after year. And so today I really want to talk through some things for you to consider and share with you how I work through all of that because I have been in a season of going through much resistance myself. Hence why I even sound like this. For those of you who have been here for a while, you know, my voice is a little off. I'm coming off of eight days of a bronchial infection and laryngitis. This is actually the most I'll be talking that I would have spoken for the last eight days or so. And I'm still preserving my voice because by the time you hear this, I will be in Florida doing six speaking engagements back to back to back. So uh, talk about resistance. (laughs) But before we get into all of that, I have an announcement. First announcement is we have officially crossed 500,000 downloads. Yay! That's half a million downloads. It hasn't even been a year and a half yet, you guys. I am so pumped. I mean, it feels like just yesterday we were celebrating the first 10,000 downloads and then 100,000 downloads. And to just think of the impact that this podcast is making all over the world. I am so grateful for you guys. I'm so grateful for your shares your support, the fact that you just keep coming back. And for those of you who listen to the same episodes every week, because <laughs> you just love getting it in your spirit, your downloads and play still help me. So I appreciate you too. Half a million. And now it seems like a million is like right around the corner. It Not that it's easy to get to you guys. It takes work. 
uh, to produce this thing week in and week out, even on the weeks when I'm feeling like this. But I am so grateful. So thank you. Uh, celebrating 500,000 downloads. And then the second thing is I wanted to remind you about the podcast ads. Uh, I got to remind you that we're now accepting your submissions for podcast ads. This opportunity is no longer reserved for the big companies with the big marketing budgets. It's for you too, the small business owner or solopreneur who knows that your product or service is amazing, but you still need help getting it in front of the masses. And think about it. Why would big brands who have enough money to flood billboards or traditional radio, television, bus benches, all these different other types of advertising, why are they taking over podcasts? Because you know that there's a captive audience here and you guys listen, you're engaged and you trust us, you trust your hosts and you know that if we share something, most of us are sharing things that we genuinely believe in and you can bank on that. So why would you not invest in your business the same way that the big companies are when podcast ads are essentially pennies in comparison to those other methods? So if you have something that ties into one of our six pillars, let's talk about the possibilities. You can visit patricewashington.com backslash podcast ads. That's patricewashington.com slash podcast ads. And I'm excited to work with you. Let's create a win-win for both of our small businesses, okay? So now let's get into these takeaways for today's episode. There are three things or themes I want you to consider for this idea that greatness does require you to expect resistance. The first thing is simply expect resistance. And I have next to that because no one is immune to it. No one is immune to resistance. And I know sometimes that when you're going through things and you are in a challenging season or challenging circumstance and you're looking at people on social media who have their curated lives looking all perfect, that you assume that, oh my gosh, only me. It's only me who's experiencing whatever this physical, mental, social, emotional, spiritual, economic trauma is. You're like, this is me. This is my thing, right? But the truth is, No one is immune to resistance. Some of the people that you look at with the most admiration are probably going through very difficult seasons themselves. So let's talk about, though, what resistance is first. Resistance is a force that acts to stop the progress of something or make it slower. It speaks to those moments when you finally feel like you're making ground, right? So we've been talking about results, not resolutions. And you're like, I'm going to get my fitness in order and I get my people pillar on. I'm cleaning up, decluttering, organizing for my uh, space pillar. You know, my faith pillar is popping. You feel like, man, everything is clicking on all cylinders. And then boom, something comes and it seems to come out of nowhere and knocks you off your feet. Talk about a force, right? So you say, you know what, this year I'm going after that dream, that goal, that vision, that plan. And you have the best of intentions. So you actually expect it to go off without a hitch. You actually expect no setbacks, no hiccups, no snags, no hurdles. You think I'm about to do this thing. And we have this visual in our minds of everything going exactly as we would anticipate it, like exactly as we see it on the Glenn Henry episode of the Results Not Resolution series. He was talking about that when you have this vision in your head, like you see it in full color. You see it with a full budget, no budget restraints, (laughs) full color, the best possible version of it. Like that's typically how we dream. We see everything going beautifully and smoothly. And I even did an episode some time ago on ease and grace. And yes, I do add those words to my goals often because I want to start out with the thought that trying something new 
is not going to be daunting, right? I will be able to get through it. But the truth is, in addition to that, life still happens, either at the hands of others or things that we self-manufacture because of our own insecurities or legitimate past hurts and traumas that we still haven't dealt with all the way. Resistance happens. And to not expect it is kind of like shame on us, right? To not have a contingency plan for it, to not think through in the event of, and not that with every goal that you set, you're thinking about what's the negative thing that's going to happen, but it's more about, you know, we talk about this, who you're becoming. It's about how do you set yourself up to become a person that understands that resistance is inevitable, And because of that, you must have a contingency plan in place at all time for how you navigate and maneuver through seasons of resistance. That every time something happens to you, you can't fall apart. You can't crumble. You can't crawl up in a ball and say, I'm not coming out anymore. Right? You have to go, I expect this. I'm reaching for my next level of greatness. So I know that there's going to be some level of resistance on the journey. And I already have an action plan for how I navigate through those seasons. And you know how we know that no one is immune to it? I started digging deeper, right, in this idea of resistance. And another definition I came across was one that is probably used more like the electrical engineering space, right? And it talks about, it talks about the fact that resistance is a measure of the opposition to current flow in an electrical circuit. Resistance is a measure of the opposition to current flow in electrical circuits. Now, I stayed up, you guys, reading so much about this, and I'm still not going to play myself because those of you who are engineers and other folks who would know all about this, I don't want your letters and your um, direct messages telling me I butchered it. But here's what I took away. So there's two types of conductors, if you will. And I learned that there's conductors, there's materials that offer very little resistance where electrons can move easily. But then there's insulators, and these are materials that present high resistance and restrict the flow of electrons. And something else I was reading said that resistance is a term that describes the forces that oppose the flow of electron current in a conductor. All materials naturally contain some resistance to the flow of electron current. We have not found a way to make conductors that do not have some resistance. Did you hear that? All materials naturally contain some resistance to the flow of electron current. We have not found a way to make conductors that do not have some resistance. Here's the thing. I don't think that there's a human being walking around this earth who will say that they have never faced some level of resistance. I don't care how high and I don't care how little At the end of the day, we all are experiencing at any given moment some level of resistance. And the truth is we have to find the materials, the environment, the people, the right tools, the right resources to support ourselves no matter what the resistance is. It just is what it is. I can tell you guys, I was going through so much resistance. I have been going through so much resistance the last couple of weeks. It has been one thing after another. I mean, many of you know that I launched the Mastery and Momentum Mastermind uh, in December, and it has been glorious. I'm telling you, this first cohort of 14 women blow my mind every day. The sisterhood, the bond, the connection that these women are creating, it's amazing. And one of the components of this mastermind is also a retreat experience. 
And I envisioned full color, <laughs> unlimited budget, kind of like a adult sleepover where we would all sleep in the same house for this retreat, three days, two nights. And I wanted everyone and I wanted to cover and I am covering every woman, right? All they have to do is get there. Now, my team and I have been planning this. We've been working on it. We found that perfect house, had 16 beds, more than enough to cover to cover us and allow us to do our thing, pay the deposit, had it all locked in. And then the owner of the home I was renting called me, <laughs> literally called me and left a message, called back and said they had a bigger group who wanted to stay longer. And it's a group that comes every year and they were going to be returning our deposit if we wouldn't move the date. And of course, none of the dates corresponded to the dates that worked for myself or this, some of the other ladies. And I was like, okay, now here we are. We are rolling. We are doing our thing. They are achieving their goals. We are like, man, doing it every day. And I'm like, okay, well, how hard can it be to find another house? Oh my gosh. When you are trying to house this many people, it is hard. <laughs> it is hard. It is actually harder than I thought it was going to be. It seemed so easy. You know what I said? When it's all clicking and you're moving along and you're thinking everything is going well and then boom, so much harder. So I booked another house. And, uh, you know, opted to put the deposit. I used Airbnb and then they didn't reply and it expired. And then when I went back to check on it again, it was taken. And then I booked another house and there was another issue. And then I booked another house and then somehow got reported to Airbnb and they wanted all these pictures and proof and a picture of my ID, which I had never given them before. Uh, even though I've used it before. And I'm just like, gosh, what is going on? Why is there so much resistance around this freaking retreat, right? And then I finally got a grasp on that. And then I lost my voice. Then the bronchial infection started last week. So for a full week, eight days, I was unable to record. I was unable to interview, barely able to speak. This is my first real day speaking. I was unable to record the 20 lessons of a program that I'm launching soon. So I had already recorded 20 lessons and I was feeling good about myself. Checked into a hotel, spent two days like cranking out this amazing content. I'm super excited about it. I know it's going to be a blessing. And then I lose my voice the very week that I planned on recording everything else. The very week I planned on getting ahead on the podcast. The very week that I had several interviews with some people, I had really been waiting the interview lined up. Voice gone. I couldn't go past three minutes without basically choking. That's how inflamed, <laughs> inflamed my throat was. And so I know that by doing the mastermind, first of all, was a big thing for me to, to push forward and do it. And so I know that as I go to my next level of greatness, things are going to come up. I'm seeing it. This is the first time I'm launching a program like the one I was recording for. And it's been something in my belly that I've wanted to do. Right. And now I'm finally moving forward. And all of a sudden there's just stuff. There's just resistance. There's that force that's coming with it. And I know that you can think about where you are in your life right now and literally think about how you dreamed in full color, full vision. And now there's all these things coming to undermine it. But then I invite you to consider thought number two, that we have the power to reframe the resistance to be for us, not against us. We have the power to reframe this resistance to be for us, not against us. And you're probably like, here she go. <laughs> here she go. 
But you know that I talk about this in the faith pillar quite a bit, that I don't believe that anything, anything I've experienced happened to me. I believe that it always has happened for me. I do believe that. And it's funny when I was looking at the resistance piece, like on the electrical engineering site that I found, it was talking about the fact that materials with higher resistance require more voltage to make the electricity flow. Materials with higher resistance require more voltage to make the electricity flow. And voltage is what makes electric charges move. It's that push that causes charges to move in a wire or other electrical conductor. Did you hear that? It's the push. It's the push that causes charges to move in a wire or other electrical conductor. Now, voltage is measured in volts, right? And with one volt, is defined as the electrical pressure required to force an electrical current of one amp through a resistance of one ohm. Now, I know that's a lot, (laughs) but here's how I want you to think of this. For every metric of resistance you face, release a volt that can help you push through. For every metric, for every measure of resistance you face, release a volt that can help you push through. When the pressures of life are trying to keep you stuck or trying to keep you stagnant, you have to develop your own way of countering that. You can't just sit there in it, right? If you're actually going to push through this, it's gonna require, right? It's gonna require something from you. It's gonna require more voltage. It's gonna require more action. The thing is, you have to know in advance what your counter is. You gotta know what your vote is because figuring it out in the midst of is often just too difficult. When you learn to expect resistance, then you have a plan going in. Right. And then as soon as you feel it, you can release more voltage. When I can't figure something out and I'm beating my head against the wall before I start talking about why did I even open my mouth? Who do I think I am? Where did I get this from? Are people really going to do this? Instead of that, my first step needs to be to increase my voltage. For me, that's pray about it. Then I write out what I'm really frustrated about, because often the thing that I'm blaming and that I'm mad about, I made up. It ain't even that. (laughs) That's the truth. And then I ask for help. I'll call someone who I think should be well-versed in it. And then I either sleep on it and make sure the advice is in alignment. And if it is, I accept their coaching or I get a second opinion. And now I'm equipped to ask better questions the next time around. Whatever that is for you, what is your plan? What is your plan? How are you going to release more voltage in the face of the resistance that's coming at you? For you, that may be dancing around. For you, that might be taking a bath. It could be taking a nap. It could be going for a run. You have to decide for you how you're going to release more voltage. You have to decide for you how you're going to reframe this resistance and make it something that is for you and not against you. Releasing more voltage in your life is for you. Releasing more voltage in your life is is that reminder for you that you are in control, that you are the CEO of your life, that you have the power that this is not done until you say it's done, that no resistance that comes against you shall prosper. This is the reminder that you are a conqueror and you have your plan for how you're going to conquer anything that comes your way. So you get to reframe resistance and make it about how you release your voltage, how you release your power, how you tap into, even in your own weakness, how you tap into that power, that power source, the source, Whatever that is for you, but you have an opportunity to tap into that. 
Why would you sit and be stuck? Why would you be sit and be sucking your thumb and complaining and whining? How does that serve you? You have to decide that being stuck and letting the resistance overwhelm you is not an option. That when resistance comes to find you, your thought is, well, I know you didn't just come to play, but I also know that you don't have the power to consume me. So no, you didn't come to destroy anything you thought you did. Perhaps you thought you did, but I'm going to take this and use it for my good. I'm going to put my plan in place and be ready to come out on the other side of this, period. Those are the only options. So the first thing is to expect the resistance, knowing that no one is immune to it. So you got to be ready for it. And the second part is reframing that resistance to be for you, not against you, understanding that it will require you to release more voltage in your life. It's not the time to be still. And the third thing is understanding that resistance is really here to reveal opportunities for growth. Resistance is here in order to help us create a plan or a path to overcome something similar next time, because there's nothing new under the sun. You will see it again, or you will see something similar again. And if you don't see it in your own life, you'll see it in someone else's life directly or indirectly, and you will have the tools. You will have the testimony to share with them how they can overcome. My resistance has been the greatest catalyst for my resilience. And if you've been around for a while and you've heard me do interviews in other places, you may notice that whenever people ask me what's one word that describes me, not intentionally, but the only thing that usually kind of bubbles up for me is resilience. I have come to embrace resilience as my birthright. You do not embrace resilience without having been through resistance. You don't. Unless you've been through resistance, there's nothing to be resilient about. And the definition of resilience, just so we're clear, is the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties. The ability of a substance or subject to spring back into shape, elasticity. My ability and my capacity to recover quickly from difficulties was born out of battling different levels of resistance in my life. This is my go-to so often because I have accepted that life is coming. I have accepted that accidents don't make appointments and things are going to hit the fan. It just is what it is. I believe that God is no respecter of person. And I believe that no matter how wonderful I aim to be, I'm not a saint, (laughs) right? I believe that no matter how well I treat people, no matter how much integrity I try to live my life with, I'm not immune from stuff hitting the fan. It is what it is. And according to the American Psychological Association, resilience is the process of adapting well in the face of adversity, trauma, tragedy, threats, or significant sources of stress. In a nutshell, it means bouncing back from difficult experiences. Let me be clear. Resilience is not a trait that people either have or they don't have. Resilience involves behaviors. Resilience involves thoughts. It involves actions. And these are things that can be learned and developed in anyone. And that's why I wanted to talk about this today, because I feel so often in my spirit that I share these things and I still am. I'm in community with my mastermind group and I'm in community with so many women now. I'm in different masterminds, you know, of my own that I'm not that I'm leading, that I'm just a part of. And the way that I speak about things sometimes I think leads people to believe that 
I live in a la-la land. And let me tell you, I do not. I do not. But I do believe about what I say in the fit pillar that it's our job to develop mental toughness because life is going to happen. And the thing that prevents so many of us from getting to the wealth that we deserve is that every time something happens, our mental game is shifty and we let it knock us off. If every time something happens, you get knocked off, how are you going to, how many days, weeks, months, years are you setting your own life back? Are you setting your own potential for wealth creation back? I embrace resilience as my birthright because I'm, I just refuse to let people put me all the way back. I have had some of the most devastating news and I'm not saying that you don't get the help that you need and you don't do what you have to do. But you guys, I've had some of the most devastating news and got on the stage in front of 5,000 people and got a standing ovation. That's real talk. I've had some of the most devastating news. I had one of the biggest betrayals to ever happen to me ever, ever, ever in 2016. And I went on a press run and did three talk shows back to back to back that were already scheduled. I know people that would have canceled everything, that would have put everything on hold, that would, listen, life is going to happen. I talked about it in therapy the next week. I did what I needed to do. I participated in counseling. I did my little group sessions. I did everything that I needed to do. But stopping the momentum of the path that I was already on, no. Stopping cold turkey so I can, what, sit and sulk in it? Absolutely not. I'm resilient. I am resilient. We just talked about the power of I am last week. I am resilient. I recover quickly from difficulties. I am mentally tough. I spring back into shape. I am elastic. That means anything, all things work together for my good because I refuse to allow things to just take me out. And I'm not saying that I'm invincible, guys. And I'm saying there's many of you who are much older than me that listen to this podcast each and every week. And I know sometimes you listen and you're like, well, girl, you ain't lived long enough. I know I have no idea what's in store for me, but I know that I get to claim this right now. I get to claim that I am resilient in the face of whatever comes up and I get to have my action plan, right? I get to have the plan on how I'm going to release more voltage on how I handle these things. And be clear, those things adapt based on the season, based on what's going on, based on, you know, who are the players, like whatever is going on. Those things are adaptable. But the thing is, I know to have a plan. I know to start with prayer. I know to get support. I know now that I don't suffer in silence. See, that's different, right? I know to write it out. I know to journal. I know to get a second opinion if it doesn't feel in alignment with my soul. I know to ask better questions. You've been through some things. You've been through some resistance. So what do you know to do? When you know what to do, next time it comes, do it in whatever form it comes in. Right? Resilience is not a trait that people have or they don't have. This is learned behavior. It can be developed in anyone. And that means that you guys, it's a mindset that you get to claim. You get to avoid seeing crisis as insurmountable problems. You cannot change the fact that stress happens, stressful events happen, but you can change how you're going to interpret it. You get to change how you're going to respond to those things. You get to not allow it to consume your whole life. You get to not see it as a permanent thing. Most stressful events are temporary. 
You don't have to accept it as something that is going to ruin your whole life or be this way forever. You get to expect that change is a part of living, right? You get to accept that these may be opportunities for self-discovery. A part of being resilient and being able to bounce back is now looking for, okay, been there, done that. What's the lesson? It was either a blessing or a lesson. I always tell you, I always fight. I fight to find the blessing or the lesson in anything that I do. And this is this is like been documented that many people who have experienced tragedies or hardships have reported better relationships, greater sense of strength, increased sense of self-worth, a more developed spirituality, a heightened appreciation for life on the other side of this stuff. I told you that my theme for this year is I choose me. I've been sharing that with you since December. I choose me. And so what I learned, even just out of this whole thing with my bronchial infection, I learned that I get to I get to choose to treat myself like an opera singer. That's what I learned. That I get to value my voice just as a world-class opera singer would. Because not being able to use my voice, this is the way that I reach you every week. This is the way that I connect. Not being able to use my voice on the podcast, not being able to get up and use my voice on the stage. That's crazy. And so as much as I love hanging out with my husband at the hookah spot, I can't be around smoke. Not a smoker. (laughs) I get to travel with my ginger tea and my honey packets and my cough drops. I get to gargle daily. I get to travel with my personal size humidifier. I get to choose, right, how I'm going to use this as a lesson so that it can support me as I move to my next level of greatness. If I see resistance as a teacher, as a guide, and I lean into it instead of always being angry and dismayed and disappointed, how can I not be great? How can you and I not accomplish our goals in spite of whatever happens? Resistance is a teacher. Our resistance is a guide. We get to reframe this thing. And then we get to allow it to reveal opportunities for growth. I'm growing as a speaker. I'm growing as an influencer. I'm growing as a thought leader. I now know to protect this. This ability I have, it's special. It's God-given. That thing that you have, it's special. God gave it to you freely in order for you to produce wealth, in order for you to impact the masses. And so no matter what resistance you go through, you better turn up the voltage. You better reframe that thing, fight to find the lesson and the blessing and get to it. Create your plan to push through in spite of because your greatness requires you to expect it, to plan for it and to build resilience coming out of it. Now, a part of this means that I need to stop this episode right here and protect my voice. Because <laughs> by the time you guys hear this, I will be gearing up for my fifth and sixth talk in Fort Myer, Florida. So I'm starting in Orlando, moving to Tampa, and then speaking to Fort Myer. I hope that I will have seen several of you during this stretch of my Paul Mitchell tour dates this year. Stop and say a prayer for me. I appreciate it, but also know that I will be in good spirits. I will be in good spirits. I'm grateful for the resistance that came to help me rise higher and I'm ready to tackle what's next. So join me. Make sure you follow on Instagram and tell me what you think of today's episode. 
Man, you guys, greatness requires that we expect resistance because our destiny is depending on us to have a plan to move through it and stay the course. I would love purpose chasers. I would love for you to talk to me about your experience with resistance. How do you push through or how have you allowed your flow to be blocked in the past and stop you on your tracks? And how are you overcoming that? Let's definitely talk about it. If you're interested in promotion, don't forget patricewashington.com backslash podcast ads. There's a few different packages we can talk about. And I'm excited to support you as you support me. Let's do this thing together. Continue to see small businesses rise. Uh, I'm on social media, Seek Wisdom PCW. And I appreciate you guys so much from the bottom of my heart. I My commitment is to take care of my voice. I mean that wholeheartedly. I have a whole action plan. No caffeine, no alcohol, not being around smoke. Not that I'll never have fun with my husband again. <laughs> But I know that there were a series of things that kind of led up to this little stint. And I'm so grateful for the resistance and what it has taught me about how I have to cherish this thing that I've been giving. I have a responsibility to do it, a responsibility to myself, to my creator, and most importantly, to the kingdom that I was called to serve, which is you guys, my uh, the audience here. And I appreciate you guys for all the well wishes, for the prayers. And until next time, you guys, I genuinely want you to go live your life's purpose, find fulfillment and earn more without ever chasing money. Talk to you later. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.